today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Friday, it's 11.35, and of course, that means Tech Talk, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Uh, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM, and FPM3 Marketing is here. How are you doing today? You know what? I'm doing really well. I mean, I'm a lot more excited now after we were just talking, giving me a little highlight of you got to meet Chewbacca. That's actually awesome. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking well, about Star Wars. And- it was, well, just, you know, they're, they're talking about it on the news there. And I just yeah. mentioned that we, at the radio station I was working at back in those days, 1977, we actually did the premiere. And uh, I was on location at Jackson Square. Right, right, right uh, and, and, and Chewbacca was there. And, and here, as I was just saying, I don't know why they set this up that said, hey, you, you should have him on the show, because he doesn't talk. All he does is groan. Of course, I've had guests like that before anyway, but be that as it might. Having politicians. Yeah, yeah, you're used to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah same, same grumble. But, but that was like, you know, there's no selfies or anything yeah, back in those yeah. days, so you just have to take my word for it. Well, you know what's... We had a sketch artist, not a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of posted everywhere. Yeah, yeah you much, made yeah. photocopies and then yeah. gave it to people and yeah. faxed it to Handed people. Out, yeah, them that's, up to Jackson that's Square. how you shared thing in the in the good old days. And then Tech Talk came around. Well, it's funny because we're talking about Star Wars and, and sort of all the theory or movies that are coming we're, up. We're and just going to segue right into our Disney has announced the cost now, not in Canada yet, but it's going to happen that you this will is be Disney able, Plus. Disney Plus is going to have the streaming, which we knew, but it's coming out at the low low cost of six dollars and ninety nine cents. And what do you get for six ninety nine? You get Disney's all of the classics. You get the Marvels. You get the Star Wars. We get the Pixar's. I mean, anything with an R, you're going to be able to get Marvel. it. So, Mar- yeah, you're going to get all the superheroes minus the DC comics. Yeah. But it's it's <coughs> massive. Not to mention Netflix, which we know the biggest competitor, and following that would be Prime. Netflix only has the contract until twenty twenty. So this is really an interesting game changer when we talk about what is what is it we're going to be seeing from streaming options Uh, now that's just disney we haven't talked about apple yet which we know they're launching the card and they're streaming uh but what i've heard is there's going to be a partnership between disney and with apple that that opportunity to buy your disney package will be done through apple so it's it's starting to meld a little bit when we talk about streaming and 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 where technology is moving and where it's going so i think for the announcement and we saw that with netflix they came out with exactly this price point and it shot them through the roof. And we know Disney's got an extremely amazing lineup with programs. Well, we talked about this when you first announced that, uh, that yeah. Disney was going to do this. And and the big challenge, I guess, for anybody, whether it's Netflix or anybody else, is, okay, yeah. content. What are you, what are you guys going to show? Yeah. D- Disney owns everything. They have every access to every content that you could possibly imagine. You want to watch TV shows? Well, they own ABC. They own ESPN. Warner Brothers. They have Fox Network. I mean, we're going to be watching The Simpsons. We're going to be watching everything. I mean, not that you want everything from the Fox Network, but at the end of the day, you're going to be able to get a lot of options when it comes to Disney. I I think this is uh, a massive, massive game changer. And the fact they launched it at that price point, I think if I was in Netflix's executive board right now, I'd be going, God. I hope what we've done to date has really proved us to to continue because we got our we got our work cut out for us. Now, like you were saying, that's that price you're pointing out here is that's American funds. That's American funds, but that's equal to what it was here in Canada when yeah. it first came out. And not only that, but they, <laughs> I love how Disney announces it. We've liked to launch our new opening price at six ninety nine. Yay! Claps in the room. Followed with now this is an introductory price and it is subject to change. <laughs> he hadn't even finished the clapping and he's already telling the price went up. So I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's one of those, wait a minute, uh, didn't say when, but just so you know, that's, that is not a price we're going to be hanging on to. You and I will be doing Tech Talk next week. Disney's announced oh, an increase. Oh, by the way, yeah. Yeah, they haven't <laughs> even come out yet, but they've increased the price by $3. Anyway, we'll see. It's it, it's going to be just fascinating to see the competition here. And, yeah. And, and especially when you look in, in, in such a short period of time, it wasn't that long ago. That Netflix jumped in and people said, oh, come on, who's going to watch that stuff? Yeah. It's just a bunch of TV reruns. And and to think, well, you know, Kevin Spacey uh, was one of the leaders when he came out with that and said, this is the future of television. This is movies. And they laughed at him. And they laughed at him. And, uh, it, you know, I mean, it's going to, this is where I say we are now in a and, crux. Because when they announced House of Cards, they said, oh, original content on a streaming service, yeah. that's never going to last. That's never going to last. Nobody's going to watch it. No one's going to pay for it. It's never going to have any merit. So, while well, look where it is today. I mean, don't look at where Kevin and Spacey is today. Look at where Netflix <laughs> is today, for clarity's sake. Yeah, that's that's where we got it wrong. It's, it's he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't follow him. Yeah. Follow what he said about Netflix. Yes. Yeah, he's the one that's gone out of style now. <laughs> Netflix is doing better than ever. All right, let's move on. Digital detox. This is the new craze, Bill. Uh, you know what? It's interesting. The old is the new, and you know we're 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 we talk about tech talk of all the latest and the greatest as we will for the rest of the show. But the new craze that's coming out now is called digital detox centers, and think. Think of it as very much like a uh, a rehab center. You go in, you you kind of get shut off. Now you think this wouldn't be too complicated. How hard is it? Shut your phone off. Take your tablet off. Well, a digital detox is going to be a cafe where you walk in, sign in your devices. Yes, your devices. You need to sign it in before you can buy the coffee, before you can purchase a meal, and think of it as a quiet space. A you're allowed a book. Now, books are, are actually pages, which is on paper. Paper was invented back in the 1800s for anyone who doesn't know. But there will be, it's like, think of it as a quiet space to have a coffee where you're not allowed to have video conferencing, check your emails. You will have to rise your head. You will have to look around the room. And this is a big craze. Hi, ironically, I'm talking about what coffee shops were 15 years ago. But this is what they're referring to. It is called digital detox centers. And you're not allowed to bring in a digital device even more so they will have signal blockers that if you do they will even block your uh smart watches and smart devices and there's another i guess offshoot of this whole thing too you might actually reinvent something called conversation <laughs> yeah that, that that is crazy because no. you go into any any coffee shop now and all yes. you see a bunch of people on their phones or on their laptops it doesn't even be coffee shop it's dinners anywhere. i see this yeah. with michelle and i go for dinner and we're sitting there and we're looking at each other going we're the only ones staring and talking. Like, it's, it's actually kind of, it's getting crazy where people are on a date or otherwise. I think people that go on Tinder dates just end up going on other Tinder dates or they're just chatting to each other across the table. Pass the salt. Type. Yeah. So, you Te know, I mean. Text it, yeah. text it to me and I'll, I'll, I'll have a conversation. So digital detox centers are going to be the newest craze. I wouldn't be surprised. But think of it as a little zone, a cone, an umbrella, if you will. And it's going to block any digital signals that come in, uh, that actually come into the room. Uh just a little tongue-in-cheek, it's actually warning that if you have any electrical heart monitors or uh, devices, this is uh, they have warnings. You're not allowed to come in because it will block the digital signal Ooh. within your own device. So uh, that's how intense it is, and it's a big craze. We're going to be seeing a lot more of that. If you want to know something about anybody, and I mean everything about anybody, uh, just check their smartwatch. This is the one thing no one thinks about. We've been talking about on the show for years. I keep bragging about, look at my upgraded smartwatch. Yeah. I've had the first Samsung... You have the Apple Watch. I moved up the Samsung gear. However, it is the only smart device that we don't have security features on. 
but it's tracking everything. It's got our biometric detail. It tells how many steps we have. Yeah. We talk about our heart rate. We talk about all of the places we've been. It even knows the barometric pressure, meaning where we are in sea level. It can tell us our schedule. It will actually listen to what we say and we can talk to it. And it transmits and holds this information on the watch. Yet, I don't know about you with Apple, but I don't have a passcode to turn it on or there's no fingerprint to make it work. I just push a button and it starts to work. Smart devices that we wear have a very serious issue. One of them is it's tracking the most about us and there's no privacy security settings on them. There's no password settings on it. So this is a big issue right now and there's a big fight in regards to uh, we need to make this uh, uh, an issue. Congress is about it. They're trying to put a policy to say, why are we letting people's biometric information and all of the info be available without any security. We block our phone, we block our computer, yet our watches aren't. The issue is, of course, these are very, very tiny devices. We haven't got enough capacity in it to be able to put all the privacy policy security signals in it to give it that level of high level uh, uh, policy. But this is a serious issue and I don't, and it's come to rise to say we need to really start thinking about when you're using your smartwatch, how much information, if you lost it, someone would know about Bill Kelly. Adam Oldfield or anyone else that has a smart so you, device. So you don't have a password? No. Really? No. You just put it on every morning and that's it? That's it. Oh, because I have a password. Well, Apple's got a little better one, but yes, it, it, it synchronizes with your smartwatch, but the privacy settings within it, I could hack your smartwatch. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. In, a, in a heart watch. I know I could do it. We, we talked about setting it when I was trying to help you the one day. So, But it's not as high security yeah. as what I'm getting at. The privacy settings and the capability of it is not being uh, uh, secured or encrypted in a way oh, no. that it, our it, smartphones yeah. are. It's it's totally different that way. That's right. And you're right. I mean, it, it tells you when you're sitting, when you're walking, who, it, who you talk to. All of it, yeah. That's right. It's right there. Uh, telehealth, let's move on to that. Well, you know, it's From now on, the doctor doesn't say, you don't need to come in. Just send me your watch. This is, <laughs> this is pretty much it. It's, it's Telehealth's been around for a while, and they've had the Skype abilities, uh, and we've talked about that in the past, where telehealth, you can call, you can now set up an appointment. Here's what's changing. What's, ex- I guess, exciting or nerve-wracking, I suppose? Technology has advanced so much now that we can use, as we know, 5G's rolling out, and we'll talk about we'll that, that in a few in a minutes. Second, yeah. But 5G is allowing the ability for communication through mobile with video conferencing in remote areas is where I'm getting at. So in in far north countries where normally you wouldn't get high-speed internet, they don't have telehealth internet communication. In BC right now, they are now offering billable, and this is what the difference is. Ontario has telehealth with Skype, but there's no billable. You could schedule an appointment with your doctor if they allow it, and they can do a Skype meeting with you, but there's no billable hours to it, and they're not really giving you a high level of assistance. Ontario is going to be one of the new sectors to have billable sequences where you don't have to go see your general practitioner. And why would that be handy? Well, when you meet your doctor, you might just need to renew your prescription Mm -hmm. and you need to, they want to know it's you um, as much as you want to know it's your doctor. So now a doctor will be able to schedule an appointment and this will be the new, I call it craze, but uh, system that Ontario and the rest of the country is going to be my Migrating to why this is you know earth shattering and not really that big of a deal for us in the city it makes sense while we're here we got Kojiko we got high speed I mean we're broadcasting live right now on cellular on phones for crying out loud. 
But in Thunder Bay, northern rural communities, I mean, even as far as like uh, uh, North Bay and, and, and those outlying uh, areas, um, Simcoe, these are areas that are now going to have the ability that if you can't get to a doctor and they need it the most to be able to get assistance and uh, help immediately through visually uh, scheduling a doctor appointment through Skype or another visual display. Excellent stuff. Uh, speaking of 5G, as yeah. you were a minute ago, this, the auction continues? The auction continues. They had the 5G announcement. Now, I'll try not to geek out too much, but they opened up a 5G network at 600 gigahertz, which is a, a, a very fast signal. And what's interesting is that Rogers got 54% of the allowable licenses. Um, TELUS got 12. But what was great about the CRTC is that they allowed... 43% needed to be available for smaller networks. Freedom, ExploreNet, uh, a lot of those, uh, again, we just spoke about the high rural or the outside rurals. So why they did that is 5G should be allowing us more opportunity with competition. Bell is the one that didn't get any licenses. They didn't even get an auction of one. Now, Bell and TELUS, in that degree, they do share off the network yeah. a little bit. So I'm sure they were like, we're not going to pay that kind of billion dollar investment. The good news is... See, uh, the CRTC and our government in that managed to raise over a billion more than they expected. And that's that's quite advanced to say so. Uh, but that means that's less money on the taxpayer for the inv- uh, innovation and technology. However, I'm going to segue that with it was billions of dollars it took to get just that one signal. And there's two more to come out in the next two years. That means the cost of 5G is not going to be cheap in Canada. It's going to be... <laughs> What Very else is expensive. new? Oh, if we thought it was expensive before, wait for 5G to kick in. Uh, let's go back to security for a second and iPads. Yeah. I thought this was cute. There was a father, and it, and it brought to my attention, uh, this gentleman reached out to the internet, and he was looking for help. So iPads got a security feature. If yeah. you try so many times, it then puts a time limit and says, you now have to wait 10 minutes to try again. If you try within the 10, it gives you another 20 minutes. You keep trying, it goes up to an hour. Now, most people would probably go, I'm going to stop. Okay, I need to figure something something else out. Well, this father let his three-year-old play with his iPad, and I guess, you know, just thought he was playing a game. By the time he was done, the three-year-old managed to lock the iPad for up to two, two, 25,536,000 minutes, which works out to 48 years until the iPad can come unlocked. So he went to the internet and he said, hey, can anyone help me? My three-year-old got a hold of it, and he just kept pushing the buttons obviously he sat with it for a little longer than we normally would but imagine you're getting your ipad and saying you may open and unlock this this is this is a three-year-old that did this, this. Is a three-year-old that and just I, kept trying and, and they did the math here and they said he'll be 52 <laughs> by the time that the ipad unlocked. by the time the, yeah the child will be 52 the father probably wouldn't even be around at yeah. that point so the so by the time the child is 52 he'll be able to get to that game he was seeking uh, be be wary. That's all. Just you know, bizarre <laughs> yeah. stuff can happen. Uh, distracted driving. It's a big issue, and it's going to be even bigger. We're going to be seeing a lot of new rules, and this is a different category. But why I bring this up is the fact that a Montreal man had to pay three hundred dollars fine, and this is what I want to make very clear. Distracted driving is not you touching the phone. One of my very good friends, he's a paralegal in Kitchener, and this is one of the biggest cases he's constantly fighting against. And there is another, you know, distracted driving is a it's a big issue. They are getting so serious about distracted driving. In this case, three hundred dollar fine for distracted driving. He wasn't touching his phone, but what happened was his passenger was holding the phone in speaker mode. 
And because it wasn't in a visual secured locked place, uh, he was charged and it passed that said that is distracted. If the if the device is not secured to the the the, the vehicle and you are hands hands free, your hands or someone else's, it doesn't matter. The device cannot be freely floating in the air. So keep that in mind. If you're answering your phone on speakerphone, that is not allowed, nor is it, hey, honey, could you hold my phone while I have a call? That does not count either. You need it secured. Keep that in mind when it comes to distracted driving. There's some weird people that do that sort of thing. And and I, I see this. I, I know I'm going to pass five or six of them on the way I just home use today. Hamilton Limo. God, yeah. You know what? I keep saying this. Just, you know what? Get Hamilton Limo. I sit in the back and I just, I can do whatever I need to. And I let, I let the driver take care of where we need to go. Yeah. Just don't let him hold your phone. Uh, Galaxy. <laughs> Galaxy came out, and I was a little surprised, but I thought I would announce this uh, new model that came out that's going to change the selfie world everywhere. Well, yes, the Galaxy A80, it comes with all the bells and whistles of normal phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fast. It's new. It's got memory, all that. This is the part I thought was pretty cool, though. This is going to change the camera world. Instead of having the little camera take up real estate on the screen or behind the screen, you push a button and it pops up. And the ca- that's new. that's not new. That's not new. They, yeah. they, they, we've seen pop-up cameras. What makes this new is this camera is 360 degrees. So now you can take, without turning it around, without trying to pretend to do a selfie, it actually will do a 360 version of a camera. So we've seen those where you have separate 3D cameras. This one will come with a full 3D camera lens inside the phone, and it pops up. I mean, this thing's micro. I mean, I actually bought a 360 Samsung camera, and it's like a stick. You know, when you want to take a 360. Anyway, that's one of the new features and you're going to see in the new Galaxy A80. Of course, it's fast and all that. But if you love the fact that you can pop your camera up and take a 360, that's a pretty cool feature. Yeah, you can actually use your phone as a phone, too. That's beside right, yeah. As a camera. <laughs> that's some crazy stuff. Uh, Tech Talk, we do this every Friday at 1135, brought to you by Hamilton Limousine. Have a great weekend. Yeah, we'll you, see you too, later. Bill. Thank you. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.